You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, New York Giants fans, and welcome to your Valentine's Views podcast here on Big Review Radio, part of your SB Nation family podcast. We're coming to you on Wednesday, August 3rd, as your New York Giants continue training camp to get ready for the 2022 NFL season. A couple of, uh, of things to talk about today, but I want to let you guys know right up front that we have something a little bit special for you today. Had a chance to... Uh, have a one-on-one conversation with Giants rookie second-round pick Wandale Robinson. Had that conversation on Tuesday via phone, a day when I wasn't in East Rutherford, New Jersey, but uh, the Giants were kind enough to uh, to get Wandale on the phone with me for a few minutes, uh, and I'll be playing that conversation for you here shortly. Just wanted to uh, wanted to touch on a couple of training camp-related things first. Uh, we got news on uh, on Monday that safety Dane Belton, rookie fourth-round pick out of Iowa, had suffered a broken collarbone and will be out roughly uh, roughly two months, somewhere into the beginning of the season, maybe a quarter of the season, maybe a half of the season. Coach Brian Dable said uh, no surgery will be necessary for Belton, which is good news. But the bad news is no more training camp for Belton, and he'll miss at least probably the first quarter of the season. Belton had been uh, getting increasing first-team reps with the Giants' defense, particularly in uh, in some sub-packages where uh, Wink Martindale, Giants' defensive coordinator, had aligned the Giants with, uh, with three safeties on the field. Belton, of course, joining starters Xavier McKinney and Julian Love in those packages. But uh, until Belton is able to return, perhaps Andrew Adams, former Giant who was picked up just before the start of training camp, will play a, a bigger role for the Giants uh, over the next over the next couple months. The Giants also made a roster move, waving injured uh, young defensive back Jaron Williams and adding veteran safety Gerard Wilson um, in an ep- in an effort to uh, to add some depth there as well. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention, or a couple of more things to mention, Monday was the first Giants practice, first time we've seen the Giants go real heavy into the run game. There was some good, some bad. Saquon Barkley looked uh, looked pretty good. You know, on, on some occasions, Brian Dable said uh, that he looked explosive when he was asked about Barkley on Tuesday morning. And, uh, you know, that obviously is a good sign. Barkley now a year removed, you know, from the uh, from the ACL surgery or a full season removed, more than a year removed from the actual surgery. Should be... Uh, should be more like like himself 
you know, provided that he stays healthy throughout uh, throughout the rest of training camp. Uh, but uh, a couple notes on on Monday's practice. As I said, a lot of run game, a lot of physical stuff. We saw one on one play. Uh, with offensive line versus defensive line for the first time. few rough reps on Monday for rookie right tackle Evan Neal. A uh, few good reps uh, on the flip side of that for uh, for O'Shane Zimenez, edge defender, who's trying to, uh, to, to keep a spot on the 53-man roster. Kayvon Thibodeau and Andrew Thomas had a good battle throughout the day. A lot of good reps for Thomas, but one rep in 11-on-11 uh, 11 11 action where Thibodeau was able to turn the corner and flush Daniel Jones out of the pocket. A good sign for the Giants on Tuesday when yours truly was not in East Rutherford to witness practice. But uh, by all accounts, this was the best that Daniel Jones has looked in any of the six training camp practices to date. A lot of good throws, although Jones did throw two interceptions to uh, to Adoree Jackson. Most of the the observers who have who have tweeted or commented or written about it thought that Jones threw the ball better on Tuesday than he had at uh, at any point in training camp, and, and that's a good sign. You know, I said the other day on a show with uh, with Patty Trina of Locked On Giants that the offense in the passing game simply hadn't looked crisp. And, you know, what I want to caution everyone is try not to ride the roller coaster of, you know, every day a guy is great or every day a guy is terrible and and to, uh, as Brian Dable would say, be an instant evaluator, you know, based on the, the very last thing that you saw. You know, training camp is a time when not everything is as it seems. Everything is done in situations. Everything is done in a controlled environment. Everything is done for a specific reason. Sometimes even balls that are thrown that you think probably shouldn't be thrown are sometimes thrown because the coach wants them thrown to see how players will react to them. Sometimes quarterbacks are throwing balls into tight windows simply to see if they can get the ball in there or simply to see if they can trust their wide receiver to fight for that ball, to go and make that play, to make sure it doesn't turn into an interception. So many, many times, you know, oh, the other thing I wanted to mention is because quarterbacks are in red jerseys, oftentimes these plays get extended, you know, beyond a point where where the quarterback would have normally gotten rid of the ball or where he might have been sacked or flushed out of the pocket. So sometimes, you know, things are not exactly as they seem or as whatever statistics you might read about, you know, Daniel Jones completed, you know, this many out of that many passes on a given day. Things are not always exactly as they seem when it comes to uh, to training camp stats, training camp practices to exactly what uh, what transpires on the field because we don't know what coaches have told players we don't know exactly what they're being asked to do and as i said the the situations you know that 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 uh the situations are controlled and most of the things that that happen in these practices happen for a reason so you know, don't always just take the numbers at face value. Look for the nuance. Look for the context. And, and most of all, 
don't freak out if a guy has a good practice or a bad practice. Just you have to look at the totality of the entire training camp. You have to hope that the arc is moving forward, that things are getting better, that the Giants are ready to uh, to play week one. And most of all, hope that the Giants are healthy. One of the great things that is happening here in this training camp is that Kadarius Toney is practicing every day. Kenny Galladay is practicing every day. A lot of guys, John Feliciano has missed a couple of practices, but, uh, you know, with, with some heat related issues, Sterling Shepard isn't back yet, but Tony Galladay, Barkley, Daniel Bellinger, most of the offensive line, you know, most of the key giants are practicing every single day. And that is something that didn't happen a year ago, maybe two years ago. We've seen Giants on the sideline, Giants riding the bike, so many Giants being held back and not really getting a chance to prepare, not really getting the reps needed, you know, before the the beginning of the regular season. And for me, the best thing that's happened so far is that that almost all of your key Giants are on the practice field every single day thus far. And, And that, as I said, is an absolutely terrific sign. All right, Giants fans, I promised you an interview with Wandale Robinson, so let's get to that right now. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. I wanted to ask you, first of all, uh, you know, right, right from the start of rookie camp, it looked like uh, you were getting an awful lot of attention from the coaching staff. It still looks that way. Um, you like it that way? You take that as a, as a positive? Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, um, they really just wanted me, to, wanted me to do everything that I can to help our offense. And um, each and every day, I'm just trying to prove that uh, I can handle and understand everything that uh, they're putting on my plate. So I'm uh, just trying to do the best that I can each and every day and just get better. You saw, and I'm sure you were you were at least made aware of some of the the questionable reaction. You know, maybe when when the Giants took you 43rd overall. Um, just do you, you did do you have any reaction to that, or how did that how did you feel about uh, you know about people questioning maybe the Giants taking you that early? Um, I mean, that's that's for everybody else to have their own opinion. Um, I didn't want to look at it too much at the end of the day. Uh, they brought me here to do a job and help our football team and help this offense. So 
Uh, I just want to continue just to come out each and every day and just do what I'm supposed to do. And uh, I, want, I don't want to get caught up in the, what the fans thought of the pick or anything like that. So I'm just going to get up, go out there and just do my job. You know, you've along that same line, and I don't want to, I don't want to to keep going back to it. But just let me ask you this one more question along that line. You've been doubted every step of the way, you know, because of your yeah. size, because you're a small guy. Um, have you gotten used to it? Do you care? Do you hear it? Do you use it as motivation? Um, what do you think of of all of that? Uh, it hasn't really faced me at all. Um, I've been like this since I was five years old, so uh, it's been nothing new to me, and I'm just going to continue to just go out there and work and um, just do everything that I can do just to be myself and uh, do the best football player I can be. Hey, um, you know, I I had told you, you know, that, that I talked to your dad, I talked to, to Coach Vaughn, I talked to Coach Morrow at Kentucky. Um, so I'm familiar with your dad's story. And, and the only thing that I want to ask you, you know, in regards to, to your dad's story is how did it shape you as a person? Maybe how did it shape you as a player? Um, I mean, as a person, um, I just got to really see the bad side of um, the path that I could go down and um, really just see the mistakes that my dad made. And it just allowed me to not make those mistakes as I was going through my life and growing up and um, just thinking about those decisions that he made. And if anything like that would be around me, then I would have to make a different decision. And then um, just on the football field, I mean, he's always been the same with um, just everything that he's always told me, my mindset and all, everything like that hasn't changed since I was five. And he understood that it'd be so. Tell me about tell me about the the Wanda Joyce Robinson Foundation that you and your dad run. Um, it helps kids that have parents that were or still are incarcerated. Uh, really, just showing kids and similar to me um, and my older brother and then my my little sister. Just um, you know that there's a way that you can make it out and you don't have to go down the same path as your parents and um, make the same mistakes and just show that there's other outlets to being able to do different things, if that's sports, art, um, music, whatever it may be, just showing kids that you can do whatever they want to do and um, feel, feel like they want it and feel accomplished. You know? And one, uh, Wanda Joyce Robinson is your grandmother, correct? Yes. Yeah. So just is the name of that foundation significant for you as as well as the, the work that you guys do? Oh, yeah. I mean, definitely. Um, so I never actually got to meet my grandmother. Um, that's who I'm named after the uh, Wanda and Dale, those are my, that's my grandmother's name, my dad's name, and they combined it. So, uh, but just knowing how she was and all the stories that I've ever heard about her, she was just always a giving, loving person. So, um, it was just right to name the foundation after her. Cool. Hey, you know, speaking about your dad, when I talked to your dad in the spring, he said that, you know, his, one of his, his football related messages to you. Um, was, you know, no matter who you're playing against, you have to know that you're the best player on the field. Uh, that might be a little easier in high school or in college than, than it is, you know, a, as a rookie in the NFL. Uh, just tell me about trying to carry that attitude, you know, into your first NFL training camp. I mean, um, it's not really a cockiness thing of feeling that I'm the best. It's just kind of a mindset and um, just really feeling like that I can go out there and dominate each and every play. And, um, that's something that hasn't changed with me at all. It's not really, uh, like I said, not trying to be cocky or anything. It's just a mindset that I feel like you have to have, especially um, smaller guys like me and just feeling like that you're the best just to go out there and compete um, and compete at your highest level. So. 
So I'm I'm gonna th- I'm gonna throw a name at you, and, and I'm not a hundred percent sure you're gonna recognize it, but I'm curious if the name Daquan Edwards means anything to you. Yeah, that's my that was my my name on all the Yeah, so so let me tell the story real quick. Your dad apparently had signed you up to play football and he didn't want you to play flag, he didn't want you to play touch or whatever it was at the age of five. So he signed you up under the name Daquan Edwards. Tell me what you learned from being Daquan Edwards for a year. Um <laughs> I don't remember a whole lot about the year, but that was my first year playing football and um, I would really say that's just kind of where my toughness and everything started from, just being the youngest one out there on the field and uh, going out there and being hit by older guys. And even whenever we're going out to play the older team, I'm playing against guys that have been like four, four years older than me. So uh, it was, I mean, it was a good thing. I think it was a good thing for me. Um, I don't think I'd be the way I am now without that kind of experience right there when I started early. So. So yeah, so so right from so right from the beginning, you've been you know you you've been smaller and younger and having to prove yourself. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I also talked to uh, to Chris Vaughn, who you know who who you trained with uh, at a facility in Kentucky, yeah. and he told me that after the very first day that you went there, that you had a really rough day. And he didn't think you were going to come back. Uh, just tell me if you remember that day and, and and remember why you actually went back. Yeah, I mean, um, so Chris, I mean, he has the, that gym is full of guys that are going to Division One schools and things like that, especially whatever. Um, I really started going up there; it was really, really popular. Um, but I just remember it was like that my first time, just really kind of around uh, like guys that had offers and things like that. And, uh, but I knew that if I really wanted to do it, then I was just I was gonna have to keep going and continue to get better. And I just knew that um, this was gonna only help me get better at the end of the day. And so uh, I definitely Chris saw Chris a big part of why I'm here too with helping me uh, with that toughness thing, just getting my game to the next level. Hey, and you know when the Giants drafted you, I, I might have mentioned uh, this to you the other day. Joe Shane said that that he had a very clear vision. For, for how he wanted you to fit into this offense. Are you seeing that vision now? And, and, and how do you like the way that this offense, you know, fits your skill set? I mean, I love it. Um, I think I, I agree two of the best. Um, Coach, Ka- Coach Cap and Coach Dable with calling plays and their minds. And, um, so I was just really happy to be involved with those two and whatever, especially when it came to the offensive system and, uh, I definitely think that they're, they're going to put me in the best position to succeed. That I can be so. Did uh, I, I wasn't out there practice today? I've been there, you know, most days. But did did I hear that you guys ran a trick play with uh, with Kadarius Tony throwing you the ball today? <laughs> we did a little something like that. <laughs> <laughs> little fun. We might we might see uh, we might see Kadarius to to Wandale at some point this year, maybe. I'm I'm curious, you know, what your thoughts are on Kadarius Tony. I mean, first round pick a year ago had kind of an up and down season, but your thoughts on on maybe what you can learn from his rookie year, and, and maybe just on on the on what people say about you know two guys with similar skill sets playing together. Sure. I mean, at the end of the day, um, you want your playmakers to have the ball in space, and um, obviously he showed that he's really. Really, really good in space with the ball, and uh, really just 
each and every day we're just kind of talking and seeing everything that we're seeing out there with each other. Um, some of the routes that we're running right now are kind of similar, but obviously in a different place. And so, uh, but he's a really good dude, and um, everything that he does, I mean, he does it really fast. He's extremely touchy. Uh, but KT's done everything that I feel like he's supposed to do, and uh, just been really good for us right now, too. Yeah, last thing for you. You played a lot of running back at uh, at Nebraska. You played wide receiver at Kentucky. I know you're really a, a receiver more than a running back, but just just curious, you know, how you feel like all of the different things that you did in college, you know, have prepared you to play in an offense like this. Um, I mean, that's well. I mean, if, with some of the practices here, I mean, I lined up in the backfield, just going back to that stuff I did in Nebraska, and I'm doing stuff that I did in Kentucky. So it's really like a mixture of everything. So um, it's been really good just to know that all the stuff that I did in college has really got me prepared, prepared for this point. So, all right, hey, thank you very, very much for a few minutes. I don't want to take, uh, I don't want to take any more of your time. I know you got other places to go. No, you're all good. Thank you. All right, thanks, Wandale. <laughs> All right, Giants fans, I hope that you guys enjoyed that interview with Wandale Robinson. Seems to be a uh, a very nice young man. It was very uh, very gracious to get on the phone with me. I enjoyed uh, enjoyed speaking with with him a great deal. Honestly, I think I enjoyed speaking with him a whole lot more than defenders are going to enjoy uh, trying to cover the young man. All right, uh, Giants fans, please. You know, uh, subscribe to Big Blue View Radio wherever you listen to podcasts. Check us out on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter at Big Blue View. Join the community at BigBlueView.com if you haven't done that already. And uh, and please follow all of our training camp on our website at BigBlueView.com. All of our training camp coverage, I should say. There is a... Uh, a very easy to follow uh, training camp story stream, which uh, you should be able to uh, to find, and you'll be able to follow all of the the coverage that we have had since training camp began, and everything training camp related that we will publish uh, going forward. So uh, if you uh, if you missed any of our coverage, you get a chance to uh, to scroll through that and and catch up. Hopefully, you find uh, some uh, some interesting features, interesting analysis in there so uh, as i said giants fans uh, you know please please remember to to subscribe to big blue view radio if uh, if you haven't done that already and and a reminder also that yours truly will be out at the quest diagnostics training center for wednesday's practice so uh, check wednesday afternoon on our website for for my report my takeaways from what we see during practice on uh, on Wednesday. Giants fans, uh, as always, please remember to stay safe out there, take care of each other, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. 
Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on the <laughs> No. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower.